The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Atlantic Files, the number one podcast on the number one division in the NBA, brought to you by the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. As always, joined by your hosts, myself, Alex Fishbein. We got Mike Bash. We got Dennis Big Sexy Clawson. What's going on, fellas? Happy New Year, gentlemen. Not much, not much, uh... High off the uh, win for Rutgers last night over number one Purdue, so I, uh, I'm excited about that. Um, obviously, we had some other things in sports happen, but we'll take the good right now, and that's uh, Rutgers is ten and four, two and one in the Big Ten, and uh, the New. Jer- I'm sorry, the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> are uh, one of the hottest teams in basketball, as predicted by one, none other than Bastardamus. So, um, yeah, let's let's go, let's roll. Oh God, we're already throwing out the Bastardamus nickname again to start. I didn't even. Off. I wasn't even paying attention. So, <laughs> well, I don't know where you want me to start. Real quick, the Nuggets are twenty-four and twelve. Okay. okay, the Nets are twenty-four and twelve. I think right. Something and like that. Who is one of the front runners for Defensive Player of the Year right now? Can I ask you guys? Uh, what's OG your point? Yeah, no, it's Nick Claxton. We know, but what's the point? <laughs> and who said? Who said two years ago he deserved? He'll he would one day be a defensive player of the year. This I guy, do not remember you ever saying that. I said he can guard one through five. He shuts down Joel Embiid. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. That's what I said. So the problem with Nico over the years hasn't been that he's a horrible player. This season he's just a good player. It's just the fucking guy's been hurt. I know. Well, you need to trade him to me. That's what we. And then he and then he got his peepee slapped by Coach Nash last season because he, <laughs> you know, and, and then about to COVID and everything where he wasn't playing. So, yeah, I mean, he's playing well, but he should be playing well at this point. So good for you. I mean, I there's a lot of different people that could be going up for defensive player of the year. So, I don't know if I would jump to the conclusion that it's just Nico Claxton that's the the front runner here. One of the front runners. I was because at one point we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, OG Ananobi was the front runner for Defensive Player of the Year. So obviously things change. I mean, I will give you though right now, according to BovadaSportsBook.com, Kevin Durant is fifth in MVP odds, which is one place ahead of Joel Embiid. So I'll give you that one. Even though it doesn't have to do with your Nico Claxton. (laughs) Yeah, but what the hell? We get a little Bovada action going in there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Muhammad is here. He said, what's up? It's been a while. What's going on, Muhammad? Thank you for tuning in again. Hello, Muhammad. Appreciate it. He said Golden State Warriors overtime, very crazy. Atlanta Hawks, that was crazy. That yes. was a very crazy game. We the Hawks couple... can't even can't even beat the or the, the, the Hawks are you know struggle to take on a Warriors team that didn't have Steph, 
didn't have Wiggins, Wiseman, even though Wiseman's nothing, you know. You know who's good on the Warriors is Looney. I really like Looney. I would take Looney on any team. I mean, he's like not in good shape. Whenever I see him run down the court, <laughs> it's like he's going to pass out. But true, I love that guy. He's a good player. Looney, Looney's the type of center that like isn't crazy good, but he's a solid center that you would have on a championship team where you have the pieces everywhere else. But yeah, you know the Hawks. I mean? the, yeah, oh yeah, but the Hawks can't even beat the the Hawks can't even beat the Warriors, and the Warriors weren't even at full strength. No, yeah, the Hawks are pretty bad. I mean. I mean, all right, since we're talking about the Hawks, then we have to talk about Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan has talked about that he may just resign. Apparently, there's rumors going around that he might just call it quits and just step down and resign as head coach. And I guess then the head coach would would go to the assistant, who I don't even know who it is. Steve Nash. They're going to call him and bring him in. <laughs> uh, that would be funny. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm looking it up. All I see is... Oh, here we go. So there's Matt Hill, Michael Longobardi, Jamel McMillan, Joe Prunty, and Nick Van Exel. Van Exel is the only name on there that I have heard of. Jamel McMillan, is she related, or he related to Nate McMillan? I've never heard of this person. Uh, he's one of the assistant coaches. but Wait, And his name is Janelle? Jamel. Oh. Are you sure that's a guy? I thought yes. you said Janelle. J-A-M as in mom, E-L-L-E. Do you have a picture? Can you use it in a sentence? Yes, I do have a picture. Actually, played at yeah. Arizona, played at Arizona State. Yo, uh, my my girl be hitting up Jamel to get some of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jamel McMillan. <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, there you go, Nate McMillan's son. How did he get I, that job? Nepotism, <laughs> obviously, but. I didn't even know. But yeah, that's Jamel McMillan. Jamel is like a girl's name. Sorry. Well, yeah, because I thought of Jamel Hill. The the girl who used to be on ESPN. Yeah. I hate Jamel Hill. (laughs) A lot of people do. (laughs) I just don't think she's talented. Makes sense. There's a lot of people at ESPN that I don't think are talented, if we're being honest. There's some goats though that are still at ESPN. I'm no, there, there are. Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott was the uh, he was by far my favorite. Oh yeah. I'm a Linda Cohn guy. You're a okay. Linda Cohn guy. You're also probably a Sage Steele guy. Yeah, the problem. You want to know something? The problem with some of these, I, I just don't trust the qualifications anymore. Some of these people. I mean, you go from Chris Berman, who's like just fat right and now which is not a bad thing that that increases his you know to me that increases his 
marketability in terms of just your average guy who watches football. But then you got these, the the whole entire sports world, and even like the weather channels are just filled with hot chicks. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have now on sports is just like a ton of hot chicks who don't know anything. But you have about eight billion guys who are just simping their way, you know, to their inbox. And that's <laughs> that's what the world is 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 and there are a lot a ton of knowledgeable women who I just think are so smart. Doris Burke, I love anytime Doris Burke is on. Doris but, Burke's the best. You got some of these other chicks, man. They just don't have a clue, and they just look good, and they get clicks. Another one that I do like that apparently everyone here in Philly doesn't, Kate Scott, who took over for the the locally famous Mark Zumoff. I mean, I think Kate Scott does a great job broadcasting the game. It's the, the color commentator that I'm always like, this guy needs to get taken off the air immediately. Who's the uh, color guy in Philly? Allah Abdul Nabi. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's his name. He played at Drexel, and he actually played for the Sixers for one or two seasons. <laughs> that's be the greatest response I've ever heard. <laughs> now, like Rebecca Lobo's been doing some uh, stuff on with the Yes Network. She's, She's really good. good. I like There's Candace a lot Parker. Of- I like I like Aaron Kate Dolan. Aaron Kate Dolan. She does like the betting stuff for ESPN. Uh, okay. Philly girl though. There's this I hot one on the NFL Network. She's like Middle Eastern, and she really does it for me. Molly Kerm. No, no, not her, not at all. Molly I'll think Kerm. of that's Jalen Rose's. Is that the same one that used to be on First Take? Yeah. That's what okay. he's talking about. Now there's this one girl. She's like really plainly pretty, but she's like Middle Eastern. Okay. Well, anyway, story. getting back to the Atlanta Hawks and Nate McMillan. Um, so Nate McMillan talk rumors of him just stepping down. We, uh, Dennis, you and I one episode talked about when Trey Young and Nate McMillan got into their little scuffle and everything like that. Um, yep. I think Atlanta is past due for a new head coach. I like I like Nate McMillan. He's okay as a coach. I don't think he's a championship level coach. There's a lot of things that I've seen him do when he was with the Pacers and now that we he's with the Hawks rotation wise um even like getting people to really play for him, I just don't see it happening. He he always has that one one and a half good season, like right in the beginning when he's the fresh new coach. But then after that, everything goes stale, and then the team goes south. Like when the Hawks were shit hot that exactly. first year he took over, and then exactly when they fired my guy Lloyd Pierce, and then Nate McMillan took over. I mean, the Hawks are just playing too much like garbage, though, to be like, yeah, I don't think Nate McMillan's, he's not a whore. He's got a winning record, so at least he has that going for him. Um, but the Hawks have two of the best players in the NBA, arguably top 10 players they have on their roster. And Murray, who everyone, you know, I'm high on him. Trey Young was a pain in the ass, but he's good. Bogdanovich is a good player. Capella, whenever he, you know, every. 
you know, three games a season he plays, he's he's decent. Okongwu, Mike's boy. John Collins. Oh, the, the holidays. They got they so they have a, a, a <laughs> holidays. <laughs> Trent Forrest. Oh my god. I mean AJ Griffin's been good. Did you guys see the quote I sent the, the the clip? Did I send you guys the clip of when Kyrie Irving was guarded by Trent Forrest and he hit a three over him? And yes. Ian Eagle goes Irving on Forrest and he hits it and he goes through the trees. <laughs> yeah, that was a good call. I like that. <laughs> well, actually, that my solid. favorite one when Dwayne Bacon he took a three pointer and he was like, Bacon for three. Overcooked it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the the Charlotte announcer, I forget his name, but that guy that just goes crazy with the calls. Um, the one when Dwayne Bacon was there, there was the one time he like hit a couple threes in a row and he was like, Bacon for another one, he's sizzling. <laughs> and I was like, it's such a simple call, but like just because his name is Bacon, this is amazing. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, Ian Eagle's the, the best. Oh yeah, Ian Eagle's really good. There's nobody even comparison. The one guy though, I like Joel Byers, you know, he's got that really <laughs> I love Oh, it's Joel Byers. You know, is that really? <laughs> I'm like that guy sounds like a fucking man. I don't, I don't have that. I'm all nasally and fat. And I have a lisp. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm jealous of the people that just have a great announcing and radio voice. Like the the radio guy for the Sixers, Tom McGinnis. He his voice is amazing and I, i'll just sit there and listen to the game on the radio sometimes because i'm like honestly i'm jealous i want a voice like that it's a voice of an angel exactly like morgan freeman it's a good voice in the eyes of an angel it's arms honey oh well i'm jewish <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> what they play that song on every damn SPCA commercial. <laughs> you don't understand. You don't understand. I was no, I know what you're friend. saying. I was sleeping at my friend's house at age 12, 13 years old, and this song comes on with a dog commercial. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the words to it. And my buddies look at me and go, that's all right. We don't expect you to know the words. It's, <laughs> it's like a church song or something like that. And I still don't know the words at age they're almost 30 years old. <laughs> I mean, I to be honest, those... when that commercial comes on, I turn the channel every time. So. I do that with the kids. They're kids. Oh, yeah, I can't too. handle. They're like, they're like, if you support the kids with cancer, we'll give you a blanket. And I'm like, I just don't even want to watch this. I want this guy. And all of those commercials are like 20 minutes long. They're yeah. the longest commercial out of all the commercials that play. And it's the it's that same damn song and all the saddest looking people or pets there are and you're just like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that stuff. They got the kids. The kids are all like, yeah, I can't. Agreed. And it's like uh, you're trying to eat. <coughs> it's, it it always seems like I'm about to eat my meatball sub. And the next thing you know, you got fucking Terry, the smoking girl, goes, you need to stop smoking. <laughs> All fucking gross and head doesn't have a jaw. And I'm like, can you get off the TV? <laughs> I don't want. But I, I, I regained my appetite quick, though, and started eating again. 
for the, for the longest time, it used to be every time I would eat like a cookie or something, on come with the commercial diabetes. <laughs> yeah, you I'm don't like, have to really? worry about. <laughs> You're fine. You don't have to worry about that. It's McDouble's boy up there. That you got to worry about. <laughs> he doesn't even have a rebuttal. <laughs> All right. Anyway, do do you see? Do you guys see any other coaches that could uh, actually help the Hawks, like be a real yeah. championship team? Kenny Atkinson. Oh, Kenny would be a good one. Uh, Doc Rivers. That's fine with me. Take him. <laughs> they can have him yesterday. Um, anyway, moving on. So let's go back to... Yeah, I'd fuck the Hawks. I agree. Let's go back to the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. They are the top two teams in the East right now. Behind them, we got the Bucks in third, Cavs in fourth, Sixers in fifth, and Pacers in sixth to round out the automatic playoff teams. The play-in teams are the Heat, Knicks, the Hawks, and the Wizards. So, now, Muhammad also asked on here, he said, NBA playoff predictions. Meant to say predictions, not productions. No, he meant productions. All right, we'll go with productions, too. Uh, (laughs) So, do you guys see this this order of seeding playing out this way when the season comes to an end? Do you see somebody falling drastically, rising drastically, like, what do you think is going on here? Right now, I will say, according to Bovada, the Celtics are the leading odds in winning the Eastern Conference at plus 190. And then behind them are Milwaukee, then Brooklyn, then the Sixers. So not exactly the same order as the standings right now, but what do so you that's, think? So that's Bovada's production, is that? Yes, that's Bovada's production. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the way the the Nets are playing, I don't think there's a team that stands a chance at this point. They, okay. and, I, and and I'm the first guy to criticize the Nets. I mean, I I They're spend, just open right now. I've spent more time probably shitting on the Nets, and I'm a Nets fan. I've spent more time shitting on the Nets than anybody. But the way they've been playing lately has just been complete it's it's like not even fair it's like when you put a team together in nba 2k and then you just go out and start shit stomping everybody i mean all the good teams that they've beat recently they 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 they're just they're just playing at the level they're supposed to be and you got guys getting healthy ben simmons has been relatively healthy joe harris missed a couple games but seth curry's working his way back nico's playing well KD is playing well. Kyrie Irving is playing at an MVP level right now. Like, I don't know why people don't talk about him being at least in the conversation. It's always Kevin Durant, but Jesus, Kyrie Irving, when that guy, can, when he plays, he's a monster. TJ Warren has made such a huge difference on that team, it's not even funny. TJ Warren is the, one of the most underrated guys, had it not been for that foot injury that cost him like two years. <clears throat> The guy's borderline superstar at one point in his career. He's a good player. He's a good shooter. He's great on the defensive end. That team has so much depth right now, and it's good depth. It's not like the depth 
that Brooklyn had last season, which was uh, Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Haldridge and this this, this t- whole team. U- Utah Watanabe is playing out of his mind. That entire team is fantastic. True. You remember what I said? You like? Never mind. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the text. Hold on. Bear with me. You can't claim that you like called Utah Watanabe because when he joined, he joined the team a long time ago, and you didn't say shit about him. Right. If if anybody said anything, I think it was you and I, Alex, when Toronto let him go, we were like, "Yeah, Utah had good games." I don't, we don't know what's going on. Like, he was a big part of their bench, and he won them a couple games. So, anyways, <clears throat> if you go down the list, here's here's the here is the receipt. What does this text say right here? Read it and weep. November twenty fifth. You can't read it on the screen. But that's November. That's when he started playing well. Put put your phone down. We can't read it. <laughs> Right here. Yeah, I can't read it. Right. I can barely read my phone when it's not on a screen. Can you read it now? Uh, anyway, so so <laughs> so things the, I thought I'd never say. The Nets are so much better with Yuta Watanabe. All right, good, good, honey. Thank what you. What did I say? I saw the reflection of your porn tab open. <laughs> I don't have a porn tab. Open. <laughs> That's what they all say, Alex Jones. <laughs> so Anyways, ever, go ahead, ever since Brooklyn, out, hold, on, hold on, and I just want to say one other thing. Since that text, since that text, the Nets have yet to lose. That's not true. Look at their schedule. Their last loss, November twenty fifth. No, Wasn't December that the same day. Oh, of the text? Um, that was game number twenty five. Son of a bitch. Right. Whatever. They've <laughs> lost once. They've lost once. Since, They've lost once since that game. Since that loss, they beat Charlotte, Atlanta, Philadelphia, or uh, Indiana, who's actually a good team at this yeah, point. Since that text, they've won Toronto, out of 17 games. Detroit, Golden State, Milwaukee, Cleveland. And they didn't just beat Cleveland. They basically, like, I mean, the score wasn't as big, but they pretty much dominated Cleveland the entire time. Atlanta again, Charlotte, and then, you know, they absolutely just destroyed San Antonio. Before that loss, they had won like three or four games before that loss. So they've won 15 out of the last 16, something around that I lost. I'm losing track at this point. But on the other hand, Boston, they lost to Orlando twice in a row. Yeah, they lost the path. <laughs> they lost to Indiana. They 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 lost to the Nuggets. They barely beat the Clippers. They so they beat I'm not, the Lakers in overtime. I'm not convinced anymore that the that the Celtics are as good as everybody says that they are. They also lost to the Warriors before that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not convinced. And the Bucks problem, I still think the Bucks are a better team. The only issue with the Bucks is Chris Street Clothes Middleton is pulling his usual disappearing act. His latest, you know, ailment, knee soreness, has been keeping him out. Drew Holiday's been out of the equation. Grayson Allen's a buffoon. Giannis is still Giannis. And thank God they got Bobby Portis 
and 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 uh, Bochamp and and a couple other players because but they need Middleton back and they need Drew Holiday back desperately. Yeah, agree. Drew Holiday's almost back. I think he's going to play tonight. I don't know if he doesn't play tonight. He's probably going to be playing next game or two, but. Yeah. When Middleton was back for a little bit, they everybody saw like again how good the Bucks can be. And now that he's hurt again, it's like, well, now we have to wait to see if he's gonna get healthy ever again. Um But I, I, I will say Brooke Lopez him. has looked amazing. Yes. He's another one that's actually up in the lead for uh defensive player of the year. According to Bavada, he's up in the top three or four. So, he's been having a great year. Mike really wants me to bring this up on on the screen because he commented on our own stream. <laughs> Look at Dennis's face. <laughs> if I were, and I'm sorry, I'm a little nasally, more nasally than I usually am. But if I were the Bucks, I'd be making calls to get rid of Chris Middleton. I'd call up Chicago and be like, "Hey, how's Demar Derozan doing?" You want to come up to Milwaukee and freeze his ass off and eat cheese? I mean, Chicago's cold too, so. Well, Chicago's <laughs> always, well, I mean, but it's 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 Chicago. True, it's a major major hub. You get shot, Chicago. <laughs> I mean that too. <laughs> but you 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 would. I mean, you got the deep ditch pizza, which I'm never a fan of. I'm a I'm a normal Brooklyn guy. Makes sense. And anybody who says deep dish pizza is good is is fucking on crack because it's not. But anyways, the the Bulls are always threatening anyways to blow their team up, so they might as well start. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they're threatening it. They they should just go ahead and do it. I mean, right now <coughs> they're not even in the play in. No, sorry, they're the very last seed of the play-in um but they're tied record-wise with the raptors and three games ahead of the magic and i'm not gonna lie i wouldn't be surprised if the magic creep up to the 10 seed and get a play-in i could see it happening and jonathan isaac might be coming back soon i mean they've said that for ages yeah (laughs) but markel fultz is playing better uh, Jalen Suggs is on his way back. Cole Anthony has been eh. Bancaro's getting better. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. is back on the floor. Terrence Mo- Ross. Terrence Shit Ross. Gary. No, uh, Gary Clark. Gary Harris. Gary Harris. Also Shit hot. Bow Bow playing well. Mo Bamba is the Mo third Wagner. big in line. Mo, Mo Wagner. The Wagners. Yeah, Wagner. the Wagners are both really good. I picked up Mo Wagner in one of my fantasy leagues, and he's been carrying my team to. I'm like, I think I'm ten and one in that league. Even though he can't, you know, stop himself from getting punched in the face or uh, yeah. knocked out from a Killian Hayes uh, punch. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I could see Orlando rising up there and Chicago falling, especially if Chicago keeps having injuries. And Mama says Lonzo Ball's injury. Yeah, I mean, when is Lonzo going to come back? We, nobody has any Not clue. this year. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's pretty scary what's going on with, Lon- with Lonzo's leg. I mean, like, nobody really knows, like, what's happening with that. 
There's one thing that I know that I'm very good at predicting. And I think you could say that you would I'm good with my injuries. And I know what and I know when guys are gonna they're talking about Lonzo Ball hasn't even started jumping off his leg yet, and we're in January. Yeah. If we get to the point where the Bulls are out of it, there's a good chance he's not even going to be out there this season, which is probably a good idea. I I would say so. Even if Lonzo Ball comes back right now, they're not a championship contender. No. So at that rate, don't rush him back. Don't risk his career. Like, He's still young enough that he has plenty of years ahead of him as long as he heals. But now's the time, though, I think that they need to really... I mean, Los Angeles loves DeRozan, so if they got to get those draft picks off because the Lakers are just want to get rid of those things right now while LeBron has a couple good seasons left, at least. Because yep. um, even though I'm not convinced that LeBron's not going to play till he's 50... <laughs> um, and play really well. But uh, uh, the window's closing on DeMar DeRozan, especially like if he gets hurt. But they need to get rid of him now. Get Take Russ, take Russell Westbrook back. Get whatever you can out of him. Um, get those draft picks. Start trading some of your assets and start just rebuilding. Vucevic is 32 years old. Window's closing on him. And, uh, you know, the Patty Williams, Patty Williams is always hit or miss, but uh, people love him, get rid of him. And Dale and Terry, from what I saw from him in the summer league, Mr. Turnover, he doesn't offer nothing. Get rid of him. Kobe White has been a disappointment so far. Uh, Caruso, I mean, you should, be able, you should be able to get something for Caruso. You know, Caruso, can, and I love Caruso, but he can't even stay healthy. Uh, that's true, too. And, I mean, yeah, you might as well. Zach Levine, before he gets hurt, you might as well get, get something for him. Well, he's already, there are already rumors again about him not wanting to be there, so get rid of his ass, too. Exactly. Like, at that, at that point, like, Zach Levine gets hurt all the time, too. So he's playing well right now, and he's been healthy for the most part. So you might as well capitalize while his value's high. And get whatever you can for him, because I'm sure there was there's some team out there that would take on Levine. Yeah, the Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers will take anybody with a big contract right now just to get rid of Westbrook. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. And I mean, but even some of like the the like middle of the pack teams would probably take on Levine, like. The Miami Heat, if they can swing some sort of trade, would probably take him on. Uh, I bet the, I bet, I mean, hey, even Toronto might take on some sort of trade because they're trying to look for something to spark their team. Um, well, Gary then, Gary Trent is is nearing the end of his deal, so that might be something to consider. True. Yeah, but then the the Heat have all this money tied up with. Duncan Robinson. True. You know, they can orchestrate something easily. I I could see Dallas maybe making a move. I mean... But I don't even think that's a need, though, for the Mavericks. They they need some offensive firepower to help with Luka. Because the way he's going with how much they depend on him, he's going to get hurt. I don't know what their infatuation is though with uh, 
Maxi Kleber and Dwight Powell, why those guys are always on their roster. Seriously. <laughs> they love those guys. And like guys like Bertans. <laughs> Berto Bertans can get shit hot though. You just gotta he get can. him out there. But it's like those uh, random European guys that like can get hot from time to time, but like they're not always good. It's better than a lot of other players out there. True. If they had uh, Bojan Bogdanovic to help with Luca, that would be nice. That'd be solid. Not Bogdan, boy, boy, Bojan. Like the perfect, like, hey, we're a playoff team. We need one more piece. Go get Bojan. Exactly. He's been killing it for Detroit. And speaking yeah. of Detroit, we'll we'll bring we'll bring we'll bring this up now. But I wouldn't even take Bogdan. I mean, true. Bogdan's still good too, as long as he stays healthy. He's been getting hurt recently too. Recently, well, recently as in the last couple seasons. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Detroit and Orlando got into a fight. Wagner, Mo Wagner, suspended two games. Killian Hayes suspended three games. A couple of the guys suspended one game. I didn't realize how many of these guys are on my multitude of fantasy teams until this fucking happened. Go back and look at who's all playing for me, and they're all fucking suspended. So that was cool, but um, yeah, I, I if one of these two teams, if you had to pick, I mean, it's probably an easy question. What would which one would you pick to actually sneak into the playoffs and maybe even win a game? Oh, I thought you were gonna say win a fight. <laughs> well, yeah, let's start with win a fight, and then we'll go to win a game. <laughs> I, I see the 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 guy Isaiah Stewart. Ever since he went after LeBron, like uh, he would be on my team right away. Yeah, he'd be my first pick. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart for sure. Oh yeah, and he was bleeding and everything too while he was going after LeBron. Like, right? He wanted to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Not many people actually go after LeBron. If we're being honest. Well, LeBron's not a small guy. No. That is a big human being. Yeah, he's in good shape. Yeah. Mike, you have a <laughs> you, uh, you <laughs> I was literally not saying anything. I'm like Um, who would I pick to get in a fight between the two of these? Uh, and trying to think, all of all of Miami's not Miami, all of Orlando's players are all super scrawny. They're all skinny and tall. Um, Detroit, yeah, you got beef stew. I don't know, like they're all young, like Jalen Duran, maybe. He looks like a bruiser. Duran is is he's pretty jacked. I will say. I I think I would give the edge to the Pistons in that one. Yeah, easily. Oh yeah. The whole Bull Bull would snap in half the second you tried to fight him. <laughs> Bull Bull. Every time that guy runs, I feel like his ankles is gonna break. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like crumble in midair when he uh, I forget who he dunked on, but I thought he was just gonna like like crumple the moment the guy like touched him. 
He, but it was one of those dunks where he he, he couldn't finish, but he like did just uh like his hand like, is so low. Throw it through the rim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it was. Everyone went crazy about it just because it's bowl bowl. But I was like, eh, that wasn't that crazy. I mean, you're seven foot four. Like, you should be able to do that. Exactly. That's like that's like me eating five <laughs> plates at the Chinese buffet. <laughs> They're like check it and. And in recapping, our top performances, Dennis went to the Ching Chong Chinese Buffet and ate five plates. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Top plays of the day. Dennis ate you know, uh, an entire plate of lo mein, <laughs> some sesame chicken. That was our top performance. How do you feel about Panda Express? I'm not a fan. It's too commercialized. What? I've actually never. Oh, watched that's my Panda that's Express. my pregame meal to Rutgers games. Me and my buddies, we meet up at Panda Express, get a little double orange chicken or white rice, eat that up, and then go to the game. Can't beat it. Get a little Diet Coke on the side, twelve dollars. Best pregame meal you ever get. Well, my problem with like I think like pizza and Chinese aren't. You can't change those type of things. I agree. They're definitely better locally. I mean, we love our Domino's. But I don't consider that what I'm saying. I don't consider that in the same category as like Tony's Pizza down on Fifth and you know Eighteen oh, Ave. You know what I mean? Right. No shit. Right. I've actually right. never don't been to Panda like Express. Me, in Syracuse, does the pizza get cold before it gets to your house? Well, everything gets cold before it gets to the house because it's you freeze your ass off. <laughs> I will say though. The I don't know I don't know how widespread it is, but I know there are at least a few. Han Dynasty is some of my favorite Chinese food. That shit I especially get like the it's called like their flash flash pepper chicken, and that that shit is like uh like nine out of twelve on the spicy scale, and it's amazing. Do you guys have Chinese buffets down there? Hell yeah! Because yeah. I like rice at the at ours. What they really do? <laughs> but I like getting the styrofoam carton. You know, you pick it up, you go, uh-huh. you go to the buffet, you just scoop, scoop in like a ton of shit, oh, and yeah. you go weigh it, and it's like yep. three pounds by the time I'm done with it. Thirty bucks of Chinese food. Go well, that's we on a buffet then. One of our no, of but our, you have uh, the option to take out, right? One of our popular ones is called King's Buffet, and it's a just a Chinese buffet. <laughs> You're eating like a king. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get my vanilla ice cream at the end, you know. The the worst, best vanilla ice cream you'll ever have is at the Chinese buffet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like so watered down and crystallized, but it's so delicious at the same time. And you get it because it's tradition. Right. You don't you have get it to. because like it's like you said, it's not the best. You just get it because it's Chinese food ice cream. Right. You feel like you really ass after you you can take your fortune cookie and crumple it up into the ice cream. I've never tried that, but I'm about to now. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Anyway, so, so moving yeah, on to... So, yeah, Wagner, I mean, just touch it on that real quick, because you might as well put down at the bottom Chinese food, because that's what we <laughs> talked about this whole... But but, but Wagner, 
he didn't even get that hard hit hard in the back of the head, and then you have some people going, "Well, actually, what happened here was a very serious blunt force trauma to the head, to where he was." So, I'm like, dude, he got hit by Killian Hayes barely in the back of the head, and he went down like a sack of nutsack. He looked like he flopped at first. Like when I first when I first saw him fall, it looked like he was just like, "Oh, I got hit," and like just fell. Are we talking? Like, are we moving on to Grayson? Uh, we definitely can. By the way, Tyler said I love food talk segment. Thank you, Tyler. I was going to talk to you about. Um, I've been eating some Luigi's lately, and they have a mixture of blue and lemon. Oh. That I've been crushing, but I've been turned on to a little bit to Lindy's lately. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Uh, I've never had Lindy's. Lindy's and it, it, Lindy's is like such a different consistency of of Italian ice, water ice, but smooth. it's very smooth. It's very refreshing. I can dig it. So Grayson out. Yeah. So what I was going to talk about, you brought up flopping. Grayson Allen has a history of being a turd. We know that. Hi, Tyler. By the way, nice to happy New Year, pal. <laughs> so Grayson Allen has a history of just being a turd, but in this case, come on, man, this guy, DeRozan flopped like a pile of garbage. Like that wasn't even any hit. But so I think also Grayson Allen also flopped at the same time. Like he acted like the defender pushed him so hard into Demar DeRozan, and DeRozan flopped. But also, when you saw the push of the guy, like, pushing Grayson Allen, I was like, that guy didn't barely even touched him. And he, like, tried to act like, oh, I, I decked him because I got pushed. And it was like, nah, I don't think so. You're correct. So what I'm saying, though, I don't think Grayson Allen was justified to do that. That was totally unnecessary. But there was there was flapping all over the place, and that was. Oh, yeah. the, but this just highlights a bigger issue that we have in the National Basketball Association, where guys are flapping more than ever. More time is being taken to to look to whether something's a flagrant one or flagrant two or like. Can we stop this bullshit? Yeah. We don't need to look at every foul call. And then when we take a look at every foul call, it's it's taking five minutes to review 12 different angles 17 times each from each angle, and we don't need that. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, and it's just like... And it's also... DeMar DeRozan even said it in... Like when he... Uh, retaliated or like went at him whatever in the post game interview he said it's because of his track record like if anyone else did that nobody would have batted an eye but the fact that Grayson Allen did it it's like nah fuck that guy <laughs> I can't stand Grayson Allen and uh, Al says here Grayson Allen sweep the leg meme is a top 5 sports meme I've never seen that Al I'll have to see if I can find it. And Muhammad said Chick-fil-A. Talking, we're going back to the food. <laughs> I, I, The one thing about Chick-fil-A is that they make this like 
peach shake in the summertime. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. That peach cobbler shake or whatever Baby, it is. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, look, every time I go to, to Chick-fil-A, I get the same thing. I get the chicken sandwich, a 12-piece nugget, and Chick-fil-A sauce. Every time. See, I do that, but I just get two, and then I pretend like I'm taking it home to my wife. I get there, I, so I'll pull a move like, um, I'll have Chick Fil A sauce, but I think she wants tangy barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> actually, just to be sure, can I get tangy barbecue and some sweet, you know, chili sauce to make it seem like I'm taking it home to somebody, and I'm not. I mean, just eating the whole thing. <laughs> the one, the one time I was like, I'll take a chicken sandwich, but like. I want the combo, but instead of the fries, can you just give me 12-piece nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, well, you have to get like a whole another meal. I was Sold. like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but Chick-fil-A is, you know, with all due respect to Muhammad, sir, I just entirely disagree about Chick-fil-A because what their chicken sandwiches are bread, a piece of mm. chicken, and two pickles. I mean, true. <laughs> amazing, though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sold. I. I would. I just want McDonald's to quit fucking around. Bring back the snack wraps. Oh, the snack wraps were good. Quit bullshitting around already. I mean, I'll still always go to McDonald's for a McGangbang. That's still my go-to. The secret menu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, Grayson Allen, I can't stand the dude. He's he's just an asshole. Uh, the, I don't care about him. So we're moving on. So uh, there's been a lot of crazy offensive games lately. Luka had the 60-point triple-double. Joel Embiid had some historic nights in there. LeBron James had his 40-10 uh, 40, 40 and 10, uh on his what was it thirty eighth birthday, which is just ridiculous. Um, forty seven, forty seven. Donovan Mitchell just had the seventy one point game with eleven assists. Uh, it, just insane. By the way, Al says KFC chicken sandwich underrated. I I do agree with that. KFC's chicken I, sandwich is pretty good. The little uh, the little the little ones at KFC, the honey barbecue ones, yeah. the those are very good. KFC, but to me, is by far better than Chick-fil-A. See, I have Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, then KFC. But I do like KFC. The sides at KFC are fantastic. The sides are where it's at at KFC. I agree. And, and the biscuits. Yes. I, well, I still have Popeye's biscuits over KFC, and then I have Popeye's chicken over KFC. But KFC's sides are better. Uh, how about the biscuits at Red Lobster? Ooh, those are the top. Those are the top. I agree with that. Um, but have you ever had a double down at KFC? No, I've always wanted to try it, but I never had one. That thing was a heart attack. <laughs> What's because that? The, the buns were two like, pieces of fried chicken. And in the middle was cheese and bacon. <laughs> That shit was, like, the moment I took a bite, I was like, I can feel my arteries hardening, but this is amazing. My arteries wouldn't be the only thing that was hard after biting <laughs> into that fucking thing. Tell you that. 
Oh, everyone's joining in on this now. Tyler says Wendy's is elite. Muhammad brought up Taco Bell. <laughs> Come on, Muhammad. You're better than that. He goes from Chick-fil-A to Taco. Taco Bell's the worst. You want to shit your brains out? Go to Taco Bell. <laughs> True. Uh, he says, y'all streaming this on Discord. We are I don't know what that is, but Discord. no idea what uh, Discord is. <laughs> Uh, Fifi, we are only on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook streaming-wise. You can find us everywhere else. YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. That's where we're at. Only fans, but you gotta pay for that. <laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah, you, can Taco watch, Bell... you can watch me eat a Wendy's Peppermint Frosty on OnlyFans for a low, <laughs> low price of fourteen ninety nine for three months. <laughs> Oh my god. Someone probably does that on OnlyFans, to be honest. But anyway, Taco Bell is good for one thing. If you are uh-huh. drunk and <laughs> and if you like just need really cheap meal. Like one time I brought a whole twelve pack of tacos into a movie theater and I had a great time. <laughs> And it was the twelve pack of tacos was five bucks. You can't beat twelve tacos for five bucks. Uh, yeah, you shit. You you get diverticulitis afterwards because you're just shitting your brains out. But I mean, I have Crohn's disease. I'm shitting my brains out anyway, no matter what I'm eating. So so you, so you gotta bring baby wipes around with you. Exactly. Tyler said he would pay for uh, that OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, do I got some good news for you, Tyler. Mike. Comments again on our stream and says Sultan Walk goaded. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) It's like malls. They always have like the Asian Chow. So I didn't mean I meant to say Asian Chow, not Sultan Walk. I still have never heard of that. Mall Chinese food is fantastic, though. The bourbon chicken. It is uh, that my favorite chicken teriyaki is from the the local mall. They give it the the lady she wants people to pay cash so that they don't pay credit card fees. So the the first thing she asks instead of like what do you want to eat? The first thing she says is you pay cash. So I then you're like, like, well that's up to you. It depends if I'm getting an egg, extra egg roll or not. True. But then so I'm sitting there like, all right, well, now nah, I usually never have cash. So if I say card is she going to be like mad at me and like not give me the good chicken <laughs> so then sometimes i'm like oh yeah yeah yeah. so let me get chicken teriyaki double chicken with the the fried rice and they put it all together they put it in they cook it right there they put it in this giant container the container's overflowing she's like okay here you go and then i give her my card she's like i thought you had cash and i'm like ah i didn't bring cash this time but I feel like they pressure you because I'm sitting there in line and they're like, chicken? And I'm like, yeah. You you double chicken? And I'm like, I get scared. So I go, yeah, just put it, just put it <laughs> I in. I do the same thing. Chicken, chicken. And I'm like, okay. And then when I'm walking by, they have a toothpick with a piece of chicken on it to yep. goat me into going there. I grab it every time. I, I take the free sample every time. I walk by a couple times. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I, and I do that too. They're like, they're like, all right, chicken. Do you want shrimp with that too? And I'm like, 
I didn't know that was an option, but now that you say it, sure. Whatever. Throw yeah. shrimp on there, too. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> sure, Joella B eats shrimp. Exactly. Um. Anyway, <laughs> going back yeah, to Yeah, they're good players, so they're, they're great. <laughs> um, Donovan Mitchell, I was just actually re-watching the game from last night because I didn't catch it live. But that was absurd. Donovan Mitchell was on fire. Um, he got me 104 fantasy points in that game alone. Which is still less than what Luca got the other day. No, it is. But Donovan Mitchell scored as much as half of my team does some weeks. I don't know why <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, though, is not in the MVP conversation. Honestly, that's a great question because he's been the best player on the Cavs. Easily. And that's no disrespect to Darius Garland. Garland has been playing well. But Donovan Mitchell's been the best player. And Cleveland, with Darius Garland and company, they were solid last season. But they are definitely a better team now with with Mitchell in the fold. So, like, everything value-wise, stats-wise, all of that, Donovan Mitchell should be in the conversation. I 100% agree with that. And if we're talking betting according to Bovada Donovan Mitchell is actually he actually has worse odds than Darius Garland he's uh I don't even see him oh wait there we go never mind he's above he's above Darius Garland he's at plus 3500 he's uh ninth one spot behind John Morant and two behind Zion Williams I was going to say, Garland's been out a lot of games to be above Donovan Mitchell. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's missed some time. He had that ankle ailment. Yep. He tweaked it, and I forget which game, but he tweaked it right underneath the rim. I remember watching it, and I knew immediately. I go, he finished the game, but I'm going, yep, this guy's going to miss cutting you know, Sure enough, he missed a couple games. So, right. you know, whenever a guy bangs something up in a game, they're showing up on the injury report, and they're probably going to be questionable, and there's probably a good chance they're not playing. True. That's very true. But did you see LeBron's game, too, though? That was... Yeah, I was I was watching that. He also followed that up just the, the other night with a crazy game, too, didn't he? Didn't he get 40 points again? Uh, what's what day are we on? Tuesday? Yeah, he played last night. He had a good game last night too. Yeah, yeah. So his birthday, he had forty-seven points, ten rebounds, nine assists. Then last night, forty-three points, eleven rebounds, six assists. Which got me sixty-seven points in our fantasy league. FYI. How much did the other one get you? Well, that was last week. Right. I'm assuming that was more, probably around like 70 or something. It was around the same in the 60s, I think. Oh, okay. But 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 uh, Nas is hitting the panic button because Daddy's about to spank his ass this week. So. Oh, he's panicking big time. Oh, he he's should trying be. Trying to trade Bradley Beal to everyone. Yep. <laughs> As usual. Daddy's about to pull his pants down and smack that well, fucking Dan- ass. Well, Dennis trade raped his way to the top, so... Right. <laughs> I mean, I will forever say you are welcome for LeBron and Pascal Siakam. And Julius Randle. Julius Randle is neither here nor there. Siakam and LeBron are the big, but you know, he, the big he fish. Had to get, he wanted Josh Hart, too. Because, you know. 
I could use Josh Hart right now. My back, my backwards getting weak, but I have I have some guard depth, but you don't want to make it a fair trade. I will. I will actually say Nas gave me a pretty fair trade for Josh Hart when he offered me the trade. I was like, this actually isn't bad for one. I traded you Wiggins as a part of the Siakam deal. Yeah, it was LeBron yes. and Siakam for Wiggins, Jared Allen, like two first and two seconds. Yeah, I think that's a really good deal. So come I think on. So too. No, I agree. I'm I saying it is a part of it. I didn't, but like every other one of your trades is like Julius Randall for four seconds and Ochai Abaji. Who did I trade you for, uh, Julius Randall? Uh, Gary Trent, Trey Jones, Agbaji, and a first. Yeah, you're telling me that that's a rape. All right. So let's go through it. To get Dejounte Murray, you gave up. Harden, Jeremy Grant, and Luka Doncic, and you got Dejounte Murray, Scotty Barnes in two seconds. Okay, that was not a good trade on your part. It wasn't. Um, to I mean, get Harden's been out for a little while until now. How do you figure? I got I got Murray and and Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is. Harden's getting old. He was playing like dog shit. Jeremy Grant was playing like dog shit in Detroit. Just because he turned the volume up a little bit in in Portland doesn't mean anything. The guy was always right. hurt. In really, Detroit. really, you've just trade raped me to get to the top. Well, then I don't care. <laughs> but if you're so smart, though, you're stupid enough to fall for that. Yeah, well, I had to give up Westbrook because people were crying about it, and I gave him the U for nothing. No, you got Malcolm Brogdon out of it. Yeah, and Malcolm Brogdon's worthless because you won't take him back for anything. Right. That's the reason I got rid of him, asshole. <laughs> I mean, you can't be that upset that it's just it's just Westbrook. Like, I know Westbrook's solid, but, like, it's not like you gave up, like, a – like Luka Doncic for nothing. No, but he's more he's more upset that he got stuck with Brogdon now. Give me Nico Flexton. And he's upset that it's you. Right. If it was anyone else, he probably wouldn't be as upset. Because I'm spanking <laughs> the next time I play him, I'm spanking that ass. Al says don't accept the trade. What trade, Al? <laughs> Which one? The one with James Harden in it? Um but I will say, so I just got a trade offer. I haven't responded to this guy yet. Hopefully he didn't rescind the trade offer yet. But so in our 30-team league, I'm now – I'm hitting the rebuild now because now fucking Zion's out, uh, Brandon Ingram's out, Obi Toppin's out. <laughs> like my whole team is dropping like flies right now. So this guy offered me Kavon Harris, Valanchunas, a 23 first, Sadiq Bay, and a 23 second for Zach Levine and Obi Toppin. Who is that? Washington Bullets? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got a fucker won't trade anything with me. He's making a trade. <laughs> I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know to, how to help you there, but. I will say that's that's a solid that's a solid offer. And literally, I've been telling people I'm looking to move Brunson. I'm looking to move. Uh, I would consider moving Mitchell, and nothing's happening. Uh oh, you have Donovan Mitchell. 
That's correct. Why do you want to move him? Well, I would consider it for death. Well, he'll move him. He'll move him if he gets magic. If I, if I rape people, right? I will say though, you have to like really take down expectations in terms of trades in this thirty-team league because trades that would look like trade rape in our dynasty league with twelve teams look normal in a 30 team league because of the salary cap. Well, you can't, you got to have just a, a, a deep team. You can't have, you know, just, you can't have two stars and that's it. Like you have to have a deep roster. Like the Atlanta Hawks guy who has 96 bucks worth of, uh, Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. $200 salary cap. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Um, anyway, so, yeah, there's been some crazy, crazy teams, uh, or crazy offensive games so far. Um, we have a couple topics left here, so, um, there's been some surprising teams rising in the West. So, right now in the West, we got Denver in first, we got the Grizzlies a half game back in second, Pelicans in third, Mavericks fourth, Kings fifth, Clippers sixth. To round out the playoff teams, and then the play-in teams are the Blazers, Suns, Warriors, and uh, Jazz. So Timberwolves aren't in the play-in right now. Lakers aren't in the play-in. Thunder, Spurs, and Rockets all expected to not even be close to the play-in, so we don't even have to talk about them. But I mean. I'm curious what you guys think. If anyone, it, like, are the Pelicans going to stay this high, or is Memphis going to, you know, be up there for the one seed? As of right now, somehow, according to Bavada, the two favorites to win the Western Conference are the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Clippers. After them is the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Suns, and then Pelicans. I don't know how they're those two are the favorite right now, but. What do you guys think? Mike, we can start with you. Um, I think if uh, the Timberwolves are, um, like, when are they supposed to get Cat back? Uh, He's got a couple weeks. Yeah, they said it was like a couple months when he originally got hurt. I think if they're in striking distance when he comes back, I think they got a chance. I think the Jazz are going to fall off. They've already started to fall off. You know the Warriors are going to figure out their road woes, so I think they'll rise up probably to, like, the five seed. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on with the Suns between DeAndre Eaton and and Chris Paul getting exposed by Kanye. They're just not playing well. Um, I really don't know if the Lakers will make it. I mean, I – it's just it's just not looking good for them, but uh, yeah, I think of this like pack of like six teams. I think uh, you know, you know, I think the Trailblazers and the Jazz are probably going to have the hardest time staying up where they are. But I think you'll see the Warriors and Suns rise up while the Timberwolves hope that they're like close enough when they get um, uh, Towns back. And I got to give credit to the Kings because Dennis loves the Kings. But really, the Pelicans, that'll be the most interesting team of the of the West because how are they going to get through this uh, Zion injury? Because you know Zion's going to be out for at least a month. Yeah, they said three to four weeks, I think. 
for the hamstring issue. I mean, I will let me ask though, what in your definition, what is striking distance for Minnesota? Because like I said, right now like within they, they are two games out of the plate. Yeah, like within two or three games. If they're like five out, they won't make up the ground. But if they're like two games, two and a half, then yeah. Okay. What do you think, Dennis? So, I'm just looking at the the, the Grizzlies. Finally, they got Jared Jackson back about a little over a month ago. They finally got Desmond Bain back. They got Morant healthy. In my opinion, they have the best backup point guard in the league. Uh, Tyus Jones, I'll put campaign in that uh, uh, conversation too for guys I think just are people who could act could do a fantastic job starting. Um, so the Nuggets are actually, you know, they're first, they're falling right back to where we thought they would be because now they're actually starting to get healthy. Jamal Murray's starting to slowly creep his way back into you know, consistent playing time. Michael Porter Jr. has been working his way back from his extended absence. Nikola Jokic is still playing well. So, you know, Bruce Brown's been playing well. So the, the Nuggets have a lot of pieces. Aaron Gordon can play well. Like So they have a lot of, like, pieces that they can remain the best team. But I think Memphis, Memphis too, is, is such a – good team and they're very deep team they have a lot of depth they have a lot of quality guys new orleans i think this is going to be the time where they start to fizzle and i think it's only going to get worse from here moving ahead um i don't trust ingram to stay healthy i never trusted zion to stay healthy i'm curious to see how long valanchunas can stay you know as a top guy because valanchunas is going to see an uptick on the on the offensive end with, you know, if, if you don't get Ingram back and, and things like that. And C.J. McCollum, you know, he'll play well, but C.J. McCollum was looking better when he was, like, surrounded by guys who, like a Zion, who could take some of the pressure off of him, you know what I mean? So Like Damian Lillard. Yeah, stuff like that. But I, I actually <clears throat> like this version better, though, of C.J. McCollum. I think I like him better in New Orleans, and I like him better in uh, the Clippers. I don't understand why everybody was so high on the Clippers to start the season. I still don't know if I'm still not impressed by the Clippers. I don't. I don't think Kawhi's. I think he's due for another extended absence. I think Paul George is going to get hurt at some point. I even think Avicii Zubats is going to get hurt at some point. Like something's going to happen to where. The Clippers, it was like saying Avicii Zubac. That that may be true. I odds makers still love the Clippers too, which is crazy to me. Like right now, according to Bavada, the Clippers have the fifth highest odds to win the championship. They're the second highest Western team after the Warriors. Right, and I don't. Uh, I mean, once Steph comes back and Clay starting to turn back, like get back into form and they're going to get Wiggins back at some point. So I could see, and I don't want to hear what the Suns either, that Devin Booker is a big reason why they stay. They've sucked all season. And yeah, granted Chris Paul was out for a while with the heel thing, but Mm -hmm. 
but they still had campaign who was playing at a really high level while Chris Paul was out. So I just don't like the Suns anymore. I just think they're just their window is closed. So if anybody's going to make like a bigger run, I think the Warriors could do it. The Trailblazers could do it. If Damian Lillard stays healthy, he kept having multiple bouts with a calf ailment. Right. Um, so, but yeah, if anybody's going to drop out, I think it's going to be the Clippers. I think it's going to be the Pelicans. And I think the Mavericks will stay right where they're at, floating around that four, five, six area. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, and uh, David here says hi to Dennis. Hi, my beautiful girl. Um, who just so, had, who just turned the big one zero. Wow, she hit yeah. double digits. Yeah. Congrats. Yes. <laughs> double digits is big. That's a it's big time. Almost an adult. <laughs> she thinks she is. Not yet. Oh, I bet. <laughs> um, so I agree for the most part with a lot of what both of you said. Um, I don't think the Timberwolves eat like sure. They might make the play in or something, but I, I don't think they're going to do anything at all. The team is terrible. Uh, I still, I never, for one, I never said anything about the Timberwolves cause they suck. Yeah. Um, and I still call me a hater, call me whatever the internet wants. I don't think Rudy Gobert is that good of a basketball player. Uh, for everyone to be hyping him up as much as they did and hyping up this trade and things like that. So um, Minnesota will probably celebrate a play-in win like they won the championship yet again and then lose it when it comes to the actual playoffs. Um, The Kings, I could see staying in the playoffs now. I mean, Dennis called it from before saying that Sacramento is going to be right in the mix. Yeah, well, And they have been. And Mike called Denver a long time ago. Denver's been a really good team. Um, Jamal Murray, I need to see a little bit more out of him. Uh, Murray, like, takes weird... I don't know. I don't understand his, like, injury rest schedule. Oh, oh, no, I got it. As his fantasy owner, I got it. He doesn't play back-to-backs. That's it? Because it seems like he's out for more than that. No, no. So, like... He doesn't play back-to-backs, right? So, okay. like, they sat him mon- – like, he played Monday. And sometimes they play twice in three days. He doesn't always play that second game. But he he played mo- – so they played – I think they played Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So he played Monday. He didn't play Wednesday. And then he didn't play – or they played Saturday, Sunday. He didn't play Saturday and then played Sunday or something like that. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Oh. Like – Okay. They try to rest him, like give him rest. Like he doesn't play back to back. So if, if he plays on Saturday, he doesn't play Sunday. If he plays on Sunday, he doesn't play Monday. But then sometimes they'll sit him on Sunday and play on Monday. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that I. I'm glad I don't have him in fantasy because I would hate that. Uh, but that's annoying in general. And then Michael Porter Jr. Um, he's been coming along, but I don't know if he's going to be healthy come playoff time because nobody ever knows. And if Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. aren't at 100% by the time the playoffs come, I don't have the confidence in Denver to pull off making it to the finals, let alone winning the finals. Well, I mean, they're the best team in the West right now. True. And all I have to do is preserve these guys until they make the playoffs. Agreed. 
And that, I think, is going to be the issue is because they seem very fragile. So even if they are resting them a good bit, it seems like the wind might blow weird one time and we might not see them for a few months. I trust Jamal Murray to stay healthier than I do to trust Kawhi Leonard to stay healthy. Oh, I 100% agree with that, for sure. I mean, we were starting to trust Anthony Davis a little bit. And we, we were singing Anthony Davis's praises, and then I think we jinxed him. Yeah. <laughs> Muhammad says bye-bye. Thanks for watching, Muhammad. Muhammad. Appreciate you tuning go in. Get, go get you some Taco Bell. Exactly. And Chick-fil-A. Just mix both. Send, me the, send Mike the bill. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, the the ones, I mean, the ones I'm most confident in staying up in the playoffs. I like are that, still, Me too. Muhammad's a good guy. guy. Yeah. Good guy. Um, Denver, Memphis, Dallas, the the Kings, I think all four of them can stay in the top six. Pelicans, I agree that their injury history is, I mean, speaks for itself. Zion's now out for three to four weeks. Brandon Ingram hasn't played since, like, what, October, it feels like? Of 2020. Yeah, essentially. With a, with a toe injury, of all things. Yeah, he's been out for a month, for over a month with a toe. Yeah. So, See the kids. The reason why the Kings are going to be so good is because they have Mike Brown. Is he a doctor? Well, the coach, the head coach. No, I know. <laughs> no, I like Mike Brown a lot. He's a he is a solid coach. Um, and Fox is staying healthy for the most part, which has been big for them. Well, now that we've said it, it's it's all downhill. I mean, Sabonis has a fucked up thumb, and he's still playing. So. That's true. Yeah, I mean, with the Pelicans, they're just dropping like flies at this point. So who knows? I mean, there was a uh, Herb Jones was out for a little bit there. Trey Murphy was out for a little bit. Um, it's time to summon Devontae Graham. Someone resurrect him because remember he was good. You, it, with the Hornets, he was, everyone was like, "Man, this is the next guy up." And then he went to New Orleans, and maybe he went to Mardi Gras and just disappeared. Eating too much uh, gumbo and Taco Bell. (laughs) Exactly. He's the one that got Zion into all the food. (laughs) No, I think Zion got himself into the the food. (laughs) True. Um, But then the Clippers, another guy, when I was talking about like his injury rest schedule... I seem to write a lot of the news for Roto Baller about John Wall. Some for some reason, my schedule lines up with John Wall's schedule, and he rests That's because he's on the injury report every day. True, he rests like every fourth game. It looks like there was a stretch for like two months where he would literally play three games rest, three games rest, and it just followed that schedule. And I mean, I guess that's not awful, but like. He's, I don't know, he's not playing all that much as it is in the first place. So, I, like, you have to see, is he going to be healthy? Is Kawhi going to be healthy? Paul George has been on the injury report a good bit. Um, so then after them, right now, Batum was playing well, and then Batum went out with an injury. So, like... Who you're then you're going back to relying on like Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, uh, Norm Powell, Luke Kennard, Covington, 
Kennard, Covington, and and Zubats. Markeith. And Markeith. But, like, he's been on the injury report a few times. Call Brandon Boston up from the G League. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, I don't know. It... It's crazy to me that, like, some of these teams that we talk about, too, are still, like, the ones that we see that are increasingly good teams. Like, I don't know. Right now, I might, I might make a bet on the Sacramento Kings to win the West or, or even the NBA championship because the Kings are at plus 8,000, according to Bavada, below the Hawks, below the Raptors. The Raptors aren't even in the play-in right now. They're be- like... It's a lot of Philly cheesesteaks right there. That's a lot of Philly If I were the Pelicans, though, I'd be extremely concerned about if if Zion's laid up. They need to hire somebody to make sure he's not going to fucking eat all day long. That's true. They should have someone watching him. Remember they had uh, that Pablo Sandoval, the panda? Yeah. They hired hired a guy to just walk around with him, make sure he didn't eat a bunch of shit. Yep. That's what he needs. Is what it is. So that wraps up that one. Um, do uh, do you have the? No, basketball? no, no. That's right. weird, you know. Yeah, I got you. It's oh, Vince Carter. Mike's been done like forty minutes ago. <laughs> Mike started falling asleep at like fifteen minutes into the show. Well, Dennis is like well, Dennis is like you know is like watching grass grow or paint dry. It's. <laughs> Mohammed disagrees. <laughs> True. Probably three burritos into his Taco Bell by now. Tyler said he would buy Dennis's OnlyFans. So. <laughs> Tyler is probably Dennis's like second profile. No, I know Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, what do we have to get Tyler on here at some point? We just gotta get Tyler. I'm nervous to meet him. I got. Cut my hair and stuff. I'm nervous. <laughs> gotta look. Gotta look top notch for Tyler. So he's probably telling all the kids on the bus how cool I am. <laughs> on the bus to to college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is he in college? Yeah. Wonder what his major is. Well, I know at, at some at one point he talked about going into a trade, so maybe he's in trade school instead of college. That's um, we need more. America needs more trade guys. I feel like the last time I talked to him about it, he said something either like electrical or HVAC. I'm not positive on that. Well, I, mean, I, don't know, uh, I don't know if he's still here, but yeah. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Answer us, Tyler. <laughs> anyway, that's it. For us, thank you everyone for watching and listening to another episode of The Atlantic Files, the number one podcast on the number one division in the NBA, brought to you by the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. You can catch us everywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, everywhere. Rate, review, subscribe, that helps us out greatly. For our live Just streams, not this Discord thing, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, we are not on Discord, that is true. Um, for our videos and everything, live streaming, we're on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, so check us out. Just search The Atlantic Files. MySpace. MySpace, probably on there, too. Um, just search The Atlantic Files, and you'll probably find us. So, What's that one with that Trump is on? Freedom. Is that a thing? There's that one, the new Twitter, like Trump's on it. 
Oh, God, I don't even know. We gotta get on that one. <laughs> Just to really expand the audience. Yeah. We gotta get some Republican viewers. Exactly. Yeah, a bunch of rednecks who can't read. <laughs> but that's it for us. I don't even watch basketball anyways. Cause I ain't watching no basketball, you know. Or bas- you know. Basketball is too political. I think it's time to cut Dennis off for he says something he's going to regret. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Yeah.